0: Listen up, fanboys. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. And Whoa. here's your host, a man with his own immortal iron fist, Derek McCaw.
2: Huh. This is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of Fanboy Planet Podcast. Hard to get a manicure, isn't it? It is, with an iron fist, absolutely. It's an immortal. Uh, and there's that, too. Uh, we're here podcasting on Wednesday. June eighteenth from Elusive Comics and Games two seven two five El Camino Real Suite one zero four in Santa Clara. To my left, my lovely announcer.
0: I am the lovely Lon Lufus. How are you doing, Derek?
2: That's great. I wish you wouldn't bat your eyelashes like that. It's a condition. And across I have. Don't make fun. from me, across from me, Moral Compass, sound engineer, all around peach of a guy,
3: better than average looking. Rick Brett Snyder.
0: I would agree. Well, I. You're I hand, would agree. You're a handsome
2: man, and uh, male model maybe. And in fact, uh, Rick and I've been paid as a
3: hand
0: model before. Little known fact. Really, I've been paid to use my hands too.
2: I've been paid as a as a corpse model. It was really bizarre. Very good. This is true. Uh, actually, uh, Just show me
3: some of your voguing later. Uh, uh,
2: uh, uh, Rick is here. Uh, he, he he's got he's got a beer, and so that's because tonight we're going to have the. I,
3: I'm I'm joined in my beardom.
2: Well, you are joined. I have him. a beer too. Lon Lopez has a beer, and <laughs> Derek McCaw has a Henry Weinhardt's root beer for the kids. Right, because so you're not home, 21 yet. I'm not 21 yet. I'm twice. Uh, because should we tell them why, Derek? We should because tonight, Lon Lopez came up with an idea for the. Fanboy Planet Podcast drinking game. That is
0: correct. All you so, listeners at home that are 21 and over, preferably you college kids, you can participate when you listen to the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Should I explain it, Derek? Right.
2: We do not condone binge drinking, so I'm going to be very careful tonight as I speak. <laughs> but we will Go tell ahead. you how to do it.
0: <laughs> so, those of you that are longtime fans of the podcast know mm-hmm. that my esteemed colleague, Derek McCaw, does um,
1: finish other people's sentences occasionally. Yes,
0: and uh, sometimes <laughs> while they're saying it at the same time. And uh, I just thought it was a, an occurrence that happens very often in our podcast. So Because lawn is what we call passive-aggressive. No, no, I just like drinking. <laughs> so uh, anyways, <laughs> tonight over the course of the podcast, which, you know, hey, it might not happen, we're going to drink anyway, but I'm we'll just see. saying that if it does happen, I'm going to say drink, and all you at home have to pick up your beers and have a drink And again, us. you
2: both will vouch, I have a root beer.
0: This is true. It is yes, a, yes, you Henry Weinhardt's, a Henry Weinhart's root beer. And I'm actually jealous because those are very delicious. They are
2: tasty. They are, I like are their, tasty. They're creamsicle beer. What I have beer. to ask is, does that count as finishing someone's sentence or is it just I'm accidentally cutting you off?
0: No, 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 no. I don't mean by actually literally like finishing something. Like you do a lot of the person still saying the sentence and you finish it with them. Ah. Yes. Yeah, so if that happens... You're going to get a drink. But
3: I think if he cuts you off and finishes your sentence entirely, I think that counts, too. Well, we
0: might. We'll see. We'll see if it happens and it's blatant and I think of it. But it's more of those where it's where you share a proving, thought
3: with someone. One is proving his telepathic powers. The other one's
0: just rude. Okay, yeah. See, I want to prove the Whatever. Powers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anywho, what if so. I
2: say something completely different and unrelated? Black. No, that wouldn't like, count. Like I like fish. Yeah, it wouldn't okay. count.
0: Yeah, like I said, cutting someone off, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking okay. about is very often when we're in the, the heat of a moment and somebody's saying a line, you will finish the line with them in tandem. And that deserves yeah. See so kids, you can solve
3: your personal arguments with your friends without resorting to violence. No, which you've only had do, half of beer, so first far. of all you need
2: to get a podcast. And then record your personal differences with your friends, and let everyone listen in. And hopefully, someone will send an email the next week. It's therapeutic to editor at FanboyPlanet dot Okay, so we've let's got, get this show on the road, Derek. Absolutely. Now we know the rules of the drinking game. Again, no one under twenty one, please. Only over twenty one can play. Wow, that was very weak. There we go. <laughs> that was pretty weak too. I, Sheesh.
0: We just like uh, bumping our bottles together. <laughs> let's talk comics, shall we?
2: Yes. That's what we're here for, we right? We are here at a comic book shop. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about comics that are either on the stands or about to hit the stand before we get to some of the gossip and the news in the in the comic book world. <sighs> I love the gossip. I know you do. That's mm-hmm. why I want I want you to savor it a little bit. Mm, just okay. savor it. First, Good. let's talk about let's the, the DC Weekly comic, Trinity, which came out, first issue came out uh, two weeks ago. Yep. So the third issue is on the stands today because yep. we're recording this on Wednesday, New Comic Book Day. Do
3: you Notice what they're doing with the title on that the uh, the symbols. They're rotating who's in front. Oh, I
2: hadn't really noticed that.
3: I think they were. I think they are.
2: Okay. So
0: has uh, the book gotten any more exciting than the rotating logos? Well, I thought the
2: second issue definitely. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit. Oh, wasn't now. that fabulous? They've
0: got rotating logos. Marge, look
2: at this. And uh, they rotate who's on the cover. All right, right. Well, at least for the first three weeks. To match the. We'll logos. see what happens on week. Th- week four week four I don't know I'm so excited Robin will, Robin, Robin will show
3: up um, so
2: we we kind of like we're a little you did not like the first issue so much a couple weeks ago we talked about it I was not
3: it. not excited by the first issue
2: yeah and but you thought the second issue was paced a little better and the third issue i don't know if you had a chance to to thumb through this but i've been, Not today, i've no. been here all afternoon and i had a chance to look at the third issue and uh, mom dropped you off when shopping mom, mom dropped me off when shopping shut up <laughs> <laughs> so
1: anywho,
2: <laughs> it's uh, the backup slot actually. But she left you like
0: a block away, so your friends wouldn't see, right? Right. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, anywho, uh, <laughs> the third issue, inter- the backup story now like introduces a totally new character. Uh, in the third issue. In the third issue. Is yeah. that
0: the character's name? Happen to be Trinity. Tarot. Nope. Oh, darn.
2: Sliced with the teeth. So yeah, you're you're quite right there. Does yeah. he throw
0: cards at people? She. Does she throw cards at no, people? No, she
2: reads tarot cards. <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> but with deadly accuracy. Original. And and uh, the second issue, the backup story was Green Lantern. And so you thought that the balance of, of lead tail and backup well, in the Well, my objection,
3: issue. one of my ju- objections to the first issue was that backup story that was supposedly happening about the same time as the initial story, but mm-hmm. they were telling it different thing. So in the second issue, they just integrated those guys right in the first, first part, and they had something else in the back that I can't mm-hmm. remember now. Um, but I felt... Actually, I felt like okay. I've already been introduced to these guys. It went pretty seamlessly, and now I know what they're into without having to go back. So it may be a way that they're slipstreaming the secondary plot lines into the main plot lines. Yeah, but I'm still I'm still out to um, the jury's still out for me as to whether or not that's better than. just – It does feel like
2: awkward pacing as I read yeah. this. Like the second issue, the story ends with them facing a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, and Green Lantern right. is being beat; has been beaten by it. And then the backup story is the story of it's how the, the Green, Green Lantern, Lantern got one, yeah. beaten. And it's like, well, but we already know yeah. that. What are they going to offer that's so cool that, yeah? So it's hard. Is it's. it's I can see your your point. It yeah. may be one of those things. And I do understand. I mean, they're experimenting. Are, they're, they're experimenting and it's a practical reason just yeah. to see, you know, to cut down on the workload for the artists cuz it takes a long time to draw. Can I ask a question though? Absolutely. By the third
0: issue has the overall story rose its head yet? Like by the third issue do you have a kind sense of, of where it's kind of going?
2: I think we do. Okay.
1: Okay,
0: cool.
2: Oh, by
3: by the second issue, I felt like I was having a better idea.
2: That you knew knew where where this at least this first story is going. Yeah. I'm going to agree with the criticism that Rick lobbied a couple weeks ago or at least started to to hint at is I'm really getting tired of of the idea of like this extra-dimensional or extra-cosmic figure falling through the heavens uh, on fire. Right. Because I think it's like four or five books I've seen in the last month where there's a different story different villains have done even. exactly that, that very same thing and I'm like wow so it's uh, Cosmic Cataclysm week uh, yeah. it, it, you know. it's raining men <laughs> the other thing I'm interested <laughs> Hallelujah. in they'll mm.
3: eventually trade this thing right it'll be eventually con- Rick combined means, in a trading
2: Rick trade, trade
3: paper. I'd trade it right now and I don't know how well that broken story thing is going to work if you're reading like four to six of these at a time you know the, the, the well, side mean, story it's just not going to flow
2: you may have to read them in order, like you would. a You order. will I have to. Those,
3: they'll just print them in the order that they were, and I think it might become a little more tedious. Uh, with with uh, we're we're getting it a week at a time. Tedious and, or brilliant? Brilliant. Uh, I,
2: I I don't know. Yeah, Mr. Buscheck, if you're listening, that's Kurt Buscheck, the writer of the book. Complain to us. You sure it wasn't Saul? At fanbookplanet.com. What?
0: Sure wasn't Saul Buscheck out of Trenton, New Jersey. He's a listener. No, it wasn't. You him. don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: How about another one? They yeah, liked it. Yeah, no, that was something funny happened to the game they were playing. Can you let me have the. No, laughter? I can't. Damn it. No, I can't. Uh, last week also. <laughs> Is Venom here
0: this week. No, uh,
2: last didn't. week. Last week, book uh, Scar, son of Hulk, came out. Yes. of I thought of it was Sakar. No, That's the planet K-A-A-R. is A A R. The planet is Sakaar. Sucker. And he's on Scar. Like no, a, he's Scar on Sakaar. It sounds scar, like a, I am Scar
3: of Sakar.
0: It sounds like the beginning of the Oh, right. He did That's it. Good. Drink. That's a drink. Ah, doggone it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. All right. <sighs> that was the first one. All right. Scar. Oh, Scar. Oh, Scar Sakar. Oh. He can't oh. even drink right.
2: No, I can't. My, Time
0: out. My root beer fussed over. Don't get on the cords.
3: Too late. It's okay. Just leave it there. It's not going to climb the corridor. No,
2: no.
0: Why, why did that happen?
2: I just supposed to slammed it down? Yeah.
0: Yeah, you just slammed it down too manly. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I don't everyone, hear that
2: often enough. Normally, my root beer doesn't do that when I slam it down <laughs> on the <laughs> table. Well, Normally, I'm not drinking root beers. It Luckily, be dead, it's
0: brownie. Uh, mm. I almost said brownie. <laughs> You're doing a hell of a job, brownie.
3: brownie. <laughs> it is now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, We should do a paper towel like that.
3: We're running along the bottom of the cords, too.
0: There. Let me get another one. These are definitely not brownies. Brownies. Oh, this is just embarrassing.
3: You got some on your paper I and know. near the table. I know. And now on your shirt.
0: Can't even play drinking games of Derek. Next week we'll do flamboy- fanboy planet uh, quarters.
2: <laughs> no, Rick doesn't want a quarter to his eye. Bull pong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beer pong. Beer pong. <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. Like, all right. Well, that was just embarrassing. It's all right, We'll we'll edit that out.
0: So, Sakar uh, of Sakar. No, Scar no. of Sakar.
2: Yeah. Now you're just baiting me. I'm not gonna. I'm trying to, to set up
0: the spot. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah.
2: And now Rick had a chance to read it. Lon does not care.
0: No. But, You've read it.
2: But I did read it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think great cover.
3: <laughs> oh, the cover was great. It looked like uh, a Gil Kane cover like something from black mark or something. So
2: I felt it was very sword and sorcery yeah. and that it was an interesting uh, it offered uh, it offered a lot of potential and I think that about the whole issue I I kind of thought okay it's going he's going to build this whole barbarian world I almost wish that it didn't have a connection to planet hulk because if it was just a character on its own and there was this savage hero I was like oh greg pak's going to take sword and sorcery but somehow I expected a little more out of it because he was the son of Hulk. Yeah. And I, I don't know what I wanted. I want wanted. to see
3: something that's going to make it. You know, back in the 80s and 70s, there were all kinds of uh, Lynn Carter and Edgar Rice Burroughs and Sword and so- mm-hmm. and the Gray Mouser stuff came out. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of years where they were doing lots of sword and sorcery stuff. And the worst ones just kind of like flailed along with a, oh, kind of a semi-interesting character and they didn't develop a background. And I'm really kind of feeling... That we might be there on this one. I'm so not. Essentially, it's like
0: Hulk Conan,
3: right? Yeah, in, or it, trying unless, to be. Unless they turn up something really interesting on with this guy, as far as
2: which
0: does remind me. I had
3: to. I had to ask because
2: Lon is per, a person interested in toys. I just no. noticed this last week. Maybe you had seen this before, but Marvel now because Legend? because of the Hulk movie, the um, the superhero squad. Has uh, you know, Planet Hulk has has Planet Hulk, right? Barbarian Mm -hmm. Hulk versus the Silver Savage, and somehow putting those as two little smiley
0: kids just seemed very wrong. Like what? Who's gonna buy that? I mean, well, in all fairness, little kids don't buy those as much as the adults who are like, "Oh my God, I want the superhero squad!" I swear to God, those things are hot right now with the with adults. Yeah. Cause they no, like just the cute sitting on little. Top of their computer yeah, they monitors. put them on their computers and they their desks and because they're silly. Yeah, and my, now my son does buy them.
2: You know, yeah. so I, I was gonna I was gonna pick him up a Hulk, and I thought, and the that was the first one I saw was what? And this this is just wrong. Okay, but I will say this. But yeah.
0: on that on that tangent, mm-hmm. I did see previews for upcoming Marvel Legends, and Scar is on one of the lists. So okay. they must believe so much in this character. This character's book just barely debuted. And they're already going to make an action figure of him. So, yeah. but I
3: didn't see much of a of a character development at all in this fir- this first book. He was kind of like a, a feral, passive observer type thing.
2: Well, what could he know as a character? I mean, that's kind of the the yeah. thing he, that he set up. The difficulty. Now, I'm willing to trust Greg Pak because there's been at least twice before where I've read a miniseries by Pak where you thought one thing was happening. Mm-hmm. And then he really turned it around, and you went, "Oh wow!" And you have to reread the whole. Well, like his Warlock, which everybody hated the first couple of issues of Warlock, nobody got to the end, and the ending made the entire thing brilliant. He also wrote the the the, the, the last the Phoenix end song, whatever. Where I was like, "Oh, I can't believe they're bringing Phoenix back one more time!" Uh-huh. And he made me actually glad I'd read it.
0: So, what you're saying is you think Greg Greg Pak can? He has a he has
2: a bigger. Uh, vision at work that we maybe can't see off of one issue, but that is, you know, I can, I, I yeah, I have no problem with what your criticism is of we'll, it.
3: We'll see. I mean, uh, he he let me down with Warbound. I just did not that's like that true. book at all, uh, and that's true. I, I you didn't. know
0: what? Maybe Greg Pak can, but I don't care. Yeah, Greg Pak can, and I, I, I knew don't you care. Were, you were Greg, pushing can, can, for some I don't sort care.
2: of joke that nobody was getting. Damn it. <laughs>
0: Let's move on.
2: Let's move on. You know, let's look to hey the future. Hey, everybody.
0: It's Stephen Nelson. Woo! Stephen
2: Nelson. Hey, yeah. how you doing? What? Dude. How are you guys doing? We're good. Good. Okay. Stephen Nelson, who is the programming chief of BCTV and was kind to us during BayCon 2008. And chief bottle washer. <laughs> All good, because my bottle's dirty. Anyway.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where were you
3: five
0: minutes ago when right. yeah. we... <laughs> He never does his work. Okay. Uh, <laughs> She's saying Stephen Nelson can, right? <laughs> Stephen Nelson, Nelson can, and I don't, don't care. <laughs> I've got an idea
3: for a new <laughs> drinking game.
0: Drink? <laughs> no, I was just, that was just
2: unison. I began
0: a sentence okay, with you. Okay, you're right. That's okay. not fair. Okay, you're right. You did begin great. it with me.
2: Right. <laughs> Next week, I got to look at Marvel's preview books, and I just say I'm going to give this a spoiler free evaluation of the can. Next week. Uh, I believe it was Matt Fraction's farewell issue of Iron Fist of Immortal Iron Fist, and I have to say, now Lon was a long time Iron Fist fan. I was too. I and, bought and, every issue, starting with the first one. I was not at all. I really enjoyed what the Immortal Iron Fist did. First appearance like, of Saber I was liking that quite a bit, and then ne- the next week issue. I'm just saying now this is this is would be my pick of the week for Put next week. Put it in week. your inbox. Absolutely. I'm saying it ahead of time. By the time you get this podcast, there's still time to have this reserved and put in your inbox. It is such a good resetting of status quo for the Immortal Iron Fist leaving things for for the next whoever that next writer is to really take in a new direction. So it wasn't a follow that it was a here you go it does end on a cliffhanger okay but it is like a it is a here you go follow that um, <laughs> but here's the clues <laughs>
0: kind of the way that like Bendis handed off to Brubra- Brubaker yeah exactly
2: that kind of thing where it's like okay and which writers apparently if they're friendly enough that is a fun you know that's a little game they like to play with like each other.
0: here I've put Daredevil in jail. Your turn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Solve it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, um, the thing that I, I really liked about it was that it, it did exactly what I would I would think a character like Danny Rand would do after the events of what has happened in his book. Okay, and set him up as a character. Suddenly, that this is now my favorite Marvel character. Wow! Yeah, especially if they continue going through because this is a guy. It's defining what heroism is about, and. First time I've ever like really read a Marvel character where I go, I wish Danny Rand was real. Yeah, I don't even care so much about the Iron Fist part. The Danny Rand part was something I wish there were more people doing. Okay, and with this, you know, so can I
0: guess what the big thing was? Did they give him a sidekick named Iron Toe? No. Okay. What's next?
2: (laughs) Um, You know, I have to. I have to ask. I was a little surprised because I forgot. I I do feel duty bound to. Turn over to you guys who had read this while. Sparks No. 1 mm-hmm. came out this week.
0: I haven't read it yet. I thought you had read the whole thing. I read the first nine pages. I oh, read it.
2: That was on the, so you read it. Yeah. I, because I'm the, the because I'm the editor of the book, I can't. I don't feel like I can really review it or say, people, go buy Sparks Number 1. Yeah. But I thought I'd maybe... No, you should.
0: I, and we, as your cohorts, should say, go buy Sparks number, number 1. one. Yeah. Okay,
3: but... I enjoyed the book. It was, you did, so that's uh, good. I, that's what I, I want to like make it was, sure. It was setting up a story I wanted to follow.
0: Excellent. And I want them to buy it because it has a full page ad from moreonlife.com. Go check it out, everybody.
3: I wish that it was more of an adultly themed book though. I think they Are you they could have they could have had more scenes. Well where they proved that there was adult love going on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he wanted more of a Cinemax book. Are you <laughs> saying that
2: sincerely? I'm 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 confused by that criticism. Well they cut it out, didn't they? Did yeah, they? we did have a couple of pages <laughs> where it was a little more adult and we thought Maybe we should. Um,
3: that was your criticism. That. that was my criticism. You said, "Oh, no, we can't do this. We can't." That's do That's for sparks after darks. From the moral compass to say it was. Uh, yeah, you're wrong. <laughs>
2: um, well, that's true. But we were. But I, I had gotten advice from from quite a few retailers that they have trouble selling books with nudity in them. Yeah, uh, that just seemed it, it, it wasn't those, gratuitous. Those books are called say Playboy's,
0: that. and they are not allowed to sell those. It's a comic shop. Yeah, they, Ashamed of you. Yeah, they, they sell a lot worse can. than Playboy. Can comic shop. That. Oh,
3: what? They can't sell that. <laughs> you know but that area where you must be this high to enter. But that is a rarefied.
2: They have those. Yes, yes. I've that is, a, but that is a that. it. But it is a rarefied. It does limit your market. And if you are trying to make some money back, I mean, you don't want to compromise your story. So it's all like little smiley um, hulks and silver savages. But you do want to cut down on the things like people and because I'd heard that too. You know that, that like people won't buy it if there's if there's too much swearing in the book. Hmm.
3: Well, yeah, I, I can believe that. I what I liked the story it was good, okay. and I think that one of the things it had in it that a lot of books don't, don't have is the development of a relationship. I don't know how long it's going to go or what's going to happen in the next issue. But
0: well, you know what? I'll go pick up an issue right now off this uh, this the shelf and, uh, look, Wait, and read I, it real fast. I'm remembering, remembering
3: the right book, aren't you? You are, you yeah. are, yeah. So you give me a really weird look. Does she just die at the end? Does she? Wait a minute <laughs> No No oh, like, It's been about a, It's been a couple of months Since I
2: read it <laughs> No I like I'm, I'm just like hearing this Because it's this the first time We've really talked about it hmm. So I'm just uh, like uh,
0: This just in There's no more copies Of Sparks on the shelves Yeah there's it no, no more already sold card, out.
2: It
3: sold out Did it? Yeah,
0: yeah okay,
3: Awesome I didn't get a copy Uh oh Well we'll see about that We're Steve's going re- to tell me It wasn't on my pull list so Yeah they're going to reorder it uh, here.
2: not that yeah, great The con first conference.
0: issue's already right. Getting reordered
2: that's, that's really good That's can, awesome can,
0: can the fans at home Get it online anywhere?
2: Uh, I think what we would prefer is that they go to the shop and see
3: first if they
0: can okay. order it. If you hear they can, that, if, folks?
3: Then they can get it ordered through Diamond. Make sure you and your friends all go into your local yeah. friendly neighborhood comic book shop and yes.
2: order
0: many copies. Yes. Christmas is coming, folks. And we're not just saying that because Derek's our friend.
2: No, I appreciate that as as a friend. Uh, but We uh, want a rich friend. But, yeah. <laughs> But that's why I wanted you guys to talk. About. I, I, you know, it's like because I could say yes, I really like it. But of course, you know, who's you know going what to? I
0: will say: the art is grown on me. I'm. I don't. Oh, that's interesting. I don't think I appreciated it when I first kind of flipped through it. But, sorry, Corona. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, I'm starting to appreciate how it's almost. I I don't want to say ironic, but it just kind of it has that. Almost cartoony feel, but yet it's a serious It's, it's got noir. kind of a gritty. It's it's dark yeah. yet. It's so I'm kind of finally kind of starting to settle into the feel darky. of it. It's, it's yeah.
2: yeah, okay, that's good. So that's the art of JM I'll tell you when I read the whole thing of J. M. Ringett, who reminded me a lot artistically when we, when we hired him of uh, J. K. Snyder, the third from the '80s, and he did the Doctor Midnight miniseries in, uh, for DC about ten, fifteen years ago. Setting up the he set up the new Doctor Midnight that is currently in JSA. And it, had, it just had that same kind of feel. I like it. It's it's edgy. It's you know it's out there. Well, obviously I like it because I suggested him, the guy as the artist for the book. But mm-hmm. um, So that's J.M. ringett He's got a book called Transhuman out from Image right now as well. And uh, the writer, of course, is Christopher Fellino. And uh, so Chris has created this six-issue miniseries. We will be monthly. I promise that. Uh, Chris promises that too. In fact, I just finished reading – and I think I've just gotten back issue four completely oh, cool. done. Uh,
0: and, I and will you guys – I know this is all just shameless self-promotion. But will you guys uh, be – we'll be able to see you guys somewhere at a major convention anytime soon? There
2: will be a presence at Comic-Con. We have, <gasps> a, we have a panel uh, and uh, on Thursday. For Sparks? I can or? say there's a, a panel for uh, Catastrophic Comics. We have a major announcement to make at Comic-Con. And that will be Thursday from 1230 to 130 in room 7AB at Comic-Con, Thursday, get July 24th. town. We've got that confirmed. That's and the
0: same time as the uh, Felix the Cat presentation. <laughs> I can't make it. I'm sorry, Derek. Oh, well, that's too
2: bad. Uh, <laughs> so and I believe we will uh, – That's will
0: the uh, Wonderful World of uh, Disney panel, and I, I always go to that every oh, well, okay, year. okay. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Uh and and we will have a booth. Uh I, I I don't know where that booth is yet on the map or whatever, but as soon as I do know that where people can go, that'll be great. Uh we we will have preview art from Mythology Wars, which is the second
0: Mythology Wars. I
2: didn't think we needed a heavy metal theme.
3: Is there a website for Catastrophic Comics?
2: www.catastrophiccomics.com. With gotta, a C though. Yes. Okay. Yes, it is with a C. It's not Mendez upon. Uh, and there's an interview right now up with Bill Cat on uh, Fanboy Planet. So stop that. He's a cat. N- no, Bill Cat. No, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, we'll be and and we we gotta lay it out. But we're making plans to make. Uh, well, I, I won't be everywhere, but you know, Bill will definitely be making some appearances throughout the remainder of the year. You mean Williams?
0: William Cat? William you call him Bill? It's all oh, right. Okay.
2: I don't know. Maybe he, maybe maybe you have to call. Do you him You call Mr. him Bill Kat.
0: Shatner. Or do you call him William Shatner? I'm just saying.
3: Uh,
2: Bill
0: will be making some appearances. You get to
3: call him Mr. Cat. That's all. I finally got around to – I haven't finished watching it, but I finally got around to Free Enterprise. Mm -hmm. What an amazing fanboy movie that is. Isn't Free Enterprise just amazing? Yeah, I love Free Enterprise. The part where they're they're in the comic – they're in the toy store. And they're talking about the Star Wars figures, and they're arguing over the pronunciation of the villain from Shadow of the Empire with the little eight-year-old kid, nine-year-old kid. Prince Sizer? Yeah, Zizer, <laughs> yeah. Ah, I love Free Enterprise. It's brilliant. I love and Free And I didn't realize Enterprise. that was where uh, the guy from Will and Grace came from. I Eric he was McCormick in was, was in that, that yeah. Uh, and
2: from there, uh, Rob Meyer Burnett, who is the writer and director of uh, Free Enterprise. Has a comic book connection because he uh, has a company called uh, Ludovico Technique. Mm-hmm. And they published a, a miniseries a couple years ago that I, I really love called Living in Oblivion.
3: I've heard of that. No,
2: no, no. The no, movie, the movie the movie's Living in Oblivion. It's Living in Infamy. I'm sorry. Mm. Living in Infamy. Great concept. Four-issue miniseries about uh, a witness relocation town of all supervillains.
0: Oh, that sounds like oh, a cool. good concept.
2: It's a great, it's a great concept, and it's all like you know. And so, if they step outside the town limits, then they are exposed to uh, the to the bigger supervillains. that They help take down uh, who will sense them, but but they're blind to all, you know, but they're dead to all sensors as long as they stay within town limits. The town of superville. I smell
0: a movie right there. Yeah,
2: I don't know if that has happened. If they have sold it yet, that's or not, great. I wish is, I would have came up with but that it. But it is time. a great concept, and it's a really well done miniseries. It really is well done. So, you, I think you can get the trade paperback around. It's just great. But so. as
3: far as free enterprise goes, it captures the, the relationship between any fanboy and a, gir- and, a and a girlfriend mm-hmm. very well, even one that starts off really into comics, and and then the the whole interaction between all the guys about. You know, you're crazy because you're really into this stuff. Well, you're doubly crazy because you're. in. It's just a great movie. Well,
2: that's you know, let's reach back into the closet and and rent that old DVD because yep. it's a, it's a that's a fun. You movie. You know what?
0: I, there's like a lot. What was that called? Living in Infamy. Living no, in no, Infamy? Free Enterprise. What Free do you? Enterprise, Free Enterprise is a movie. Okay, Free Enterprise. And then wasn't there another called like comic book villains or something?
2: Uh James Robinson wrote and directed that. So like
0: you could almost like Netflix all these like indie comic movies and yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't like comic book villains all that much, actually. Okay, I, I, never I did seen see it. it. It's it, it's about people fighting over a, 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 a newly discovered uh, a great like com- comic right, book right, right. collection, and it and it and it just it's kind of ugly. Okay, let's let's but, move on. Though. But I do think Free Enterprise absolutely has love and affection for. You know, for the industry, and that's and that's great. Um, Let's talk about people that have not so much love and affection for the industry this week. Well, for a specific publisher, it's funny he
0: says that. (laughs) (laughs) Look who's about to join us,
2: Michael Goodson. (laughs) As he's sneaking, he's right behind, right behind me. He's in the house. He's in the
0: house. Get out!
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's on the other phone. Hello, (laughs) because he was home. Uh, Chuck Dixon. Who uh, is a two-fisted writer? <laughs> a two-fisted writer who has. Uh, uh, Why is he two-fisted writer? No, he's a very. He, he's a, I was going to say,
0: when you write, don't you need both it hands? Comes from he's the two-fisted yeah. cowboy. Or yeah, or yeah, he's whatever.
2: a cowboy kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, he uh, and he and it looks. If you've ever seen him, he actually looks like he's probably had his nose busted in a few <laughs> boxing matches. Uh, he uh, and with he's, the he's editor. He's a good writer, he? and he wrote. Uh, he created the birds of prey concept. He wrote a, a long section of Green, Green Arrow, and I he think did Nightwing. I think didn't Nightwing he? Didn't he? the
4: best section of Nightwing,
2: the best section of Night, the one that got you really interested in. It. See, there's a guy who liked it pretty much. So pretty this, much
4: after he left, it's
2: so this week he uh, well, you know, he was brought back on recently to uh, relaunch Batman and the Outsiders and take over Robin, and I think he was going to take a run on on Nightwing as well. And this week, he was uh, this week. He was uh, let go, or it was uh, it was released that he was he was not going to be finishing his professional obligations to DC.
0: What does that mean exactly?
2: That two fisted bastard. No, he that oh. it it means that suddenly he just kind of like first he put on his blog that
0: how would he, Donald Trump say that
2: that he was no longer <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> there you he go. He was Thank no you. longer working for DC in any capacity. And they've solicited several issues ahead, and now they're re soliciting what the information is, what's in there. And uh, so DC declined to comment, but Chuck Dixon decided not to stay quiet because people were saying, oh, they had problems, problems with, uh, with editorial, what's going on. And basically, he said, yeah, it really wasn't his choice. Luckily, companies like IDW and Dark Horse were going to give him work, and he was going to be okay, but that uh, there was a real big uh, issue. He said not with Paul Levitz, not with the editors on the books, but with, the, with a guy who changes his mind weekly and he makes Jim Shooter look like a, a comics visionary. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. but uh, he Who's said, he talking about? He, he said that at least if Jim – <laughs> yeah, Shaft. Yeah, Shaft. That at least Jim Shooter had some really tight rules, but he did increase the sales of Marvel comics and it, you know, that, that they made sense. So who's his big beef with? Dan DeDio. Really, he didn't name names. He's got
4: a double size, but it's
2: Dan have. Didio. Hmm. Now this follows on a week a week ago. Grant Morrison gives an interview and says, "Well, if you're confused by what happened in Final Crisis number one, it's because all the guys writing on the countdown <laughs> stuff, <laughs> all in favor, did not read that. <laughs> the, they, they did not read the script to what they were counting down to." And no editors helped. <laughs> and so Look over there. You no, know, over there. there, over there you know, so that's why like Grant Morrison had written the, ca- the script of Final Crisis like months ago. They knew where they were headed. And nobody got there. Huh. Mm-hmm. And so that says, you know, that's kind of bad. Was this that's an were, executive editor's Can we problem?
4: re-Final Crisis now?
2: You can, I've given it to you. Sweet.
0: Yeah. Can so wait, was this what you were talking about the editor's thing? No, so
2: here's the other thing that, that goes on in the editorial at D C this week is there's a there's a Adam Hughes print I guess it's gonna be sold in time for Comic Con. It is a poster of the women of D C and they're writing it, and the art editor is saying how he asked Adam Adam Hughes to draw all these people and Adam Hughes wanted to put in Catwoman and Dan DeDio said Catwoman's pretty played out. We don't want to include Catwoman. We're going to cancel her book. She's people are tired of her. People are tired of Catwoman,
3: especially when you draw her.
2: Yeah, especially when Adam Hughes draws <laughs> yeah, Catwoman. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So she got. So they got the poster back, and the poster includes on the on the side. Catwoman, Selena Kyle, being very defiant as he says, you know, it's just there, and says, and says, I put her on the side. So if you had to Photoshop her out, if he's really sure, but really, Catwoman should be in there. Yeah. And apparently, and they talk about like he, this art editor argued with Dan DeDio two, three times, and then when he saw the final poster, he goes, Oh, good, Adam put put Catwoman in because I was I was rethinking my my decision, and really, <laughs> and then the editorial ends with basically, sometimes you just want to strangle your editor, but you can't, and I'm like really just poor timing where basically this person confessed this whole thing about Dan DeDio changes his mind the way other people change their underwear and
0: So like every couple of weeks
2: <laughs> Right Lon. and Chuck Dixon oh, is so saying essentially the same thing that you know directions are being changed at, on the on a whim and it's a little a little disturbing you know a little problematic but thought it's well, worth Well speaking
0: it. of corrections Absolutely Lon, go ahead tell us how you were right I just want to say that if anybody listens to the podcast... Did you like the edit? Oh, the edit was fantastic. And those who listen to... Uh, you know, it's its nice that Rick actually does give me credit sometimes, even though my stepfather, Derek, I doesn't. But, I am um, not your stepfather. <laughs> You're not my real dad. I'm not. Okay, so uh, I made a comment last week. We were talking about the Earth uh, 616 universe. Go to your room. Can I have supper at least? No. Damn it. Um... But yes, we had a viewer, our listener email last week. They asked about the six one six universe. I had made a comment that it was somewhere in a DC book, and you both chastised me. And
3: we said you were crazy. So I was crazy, and, and it wasn't just chastising. You weren't listening. Me. We kept, we kept on correct Nolan. No, no we're talking. We were about trying to DC. have you committed. You were telling
0: me to give it up.
4: I said those things, but I wasn't here.
0: Yeah, was see, everybody did. Talking. But uh, this is what I found uh, via. The internet, specifically, you know, Wikipedia, but it is it general knowledge. Um,
3: he edited it in just before you read it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is what I found. And if I may have a moment oh, to please. read, it. take a moment. In and this is quoting in Infamous <laughs> Crisis Number no. Six, DC Comics, 2006. The character of Alexander Luther Jr. attempts to create the perfect Earth by combining two separate alternate Earths designated 154 and 462. In the combined Earth, the superheroes are at war with each other, referencing Marvel's Civil War, which was published at roughly the same time. And Luther, finding it unsuitable, destroys it. And just so you know, 462 plus 154 equals 616.
2: Right, and didn't I say last week? Thank you. If it was there... It was an inside joke.
0: Did I not say it was an Easter egg? Did I not? I think after
2: a lot of prodding. I did. Prodding, after you. a lot of prodding, and we had to get the out. So the prod thank you. Out.
0: Thank you for doubting my knowledge. Oh, we'll do it Face. again. Face. Okay, oh, no. We'll, we'll,
2: there you go. We'll doubt it again. Face.
0: Copyright 2008.
3: Well, I think I, I, TM. I will give you credit for being persistent. And if you hadn't found <laughs> that, you would still be searching the computer today. <laughs> I would Booking. not give up. And Booking this little for message something. for you guys at
0: home. Don't give up. Don't give up when people don't are big, persecuting you. Don't give up on your dreams. Exactly. Or your nightmares. Don't listen to the naysayers, guys out there. Okay. Do or your
3: delusions.
0: Thank you.
2: Yeah. Well, that was totally worth it. So, <laughs> <laughs> to <laughs> me, it was. You let edit that out, right, right? Not only that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will. It was uh, yeah, so it really wasn't part of DC's continuity, and but it was a little inside joke, and in, because in, 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 that was two years ago, Lon. Now that didn't oh yeah, happen. we don't ever talk
0: about old stuff. Anyway. No, 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 I'm
2: just saying in DC continuity, if yeah, it was two years fine. ago, that didn't
0: happen. It never happened. So in my world, it didn't my six one six universe. What yeah. color is the sky in your world, Lon? Uh, if it's a final crisis, purple. Okay. Huh. Fuchsia. Rick. Moving on, you losers. Have a, you have a consumer tip,
3: don't I you, have a, I have a surprise for everybody. Now, I'm going to give everybody at the table. You at home, you'll have to uh, break out your web browsers, and eventually you'll go to a location. I'm going to put this – I'm going to have a packet for everyone. And uh,
4: – Podcast just got classier.
3: You'll note that – We're having
0: a presentation? I mean – You'll note... This doesn't work. Or
2: nothing that says podcast. No, no, like no. Eric, you're poking ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. It's supposed to be a surprise all at once. It's supposed to be a Cake surprise. a lie.
3: Yeah. So, a here. So this is from yeah. a website called cubecraft.com. Mm-hmm. They, and you'll no, note... Legend's poking ahead. The, the, no, no, you go, Turn to page one, ah. and you'll see uh, something that looks like a, a road-flattened Batman. But in fact... What they have on this site are all these characters that you can cut out and assemble into these uh, cube-like figures... Um, representing the uh, carrier. Now, I've, I've chosen a number of them just to prove how interesting and eclectic their choices are. Batman was a par- fairly regular one. You'll note it's the Adam West Batman. Yes. Second page
4: is from Portal. Uh, second the uh, page, is the second companion. page. The companion cube.
3: The companion cube. You can make your own companion cube now for everybody who's played. I will be doing that. Who's played. Uh, who's played and I, d- I don't have a complete printout for myself because I gave everybody else. That page was, three is. Page three is Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan Watchman. Including uh, the naughty bits. <laughs> page four is Dr. Venture. Doctor Venture is and, and there were this awesome. is awesome.
2: Yeah.
4: Everyone at home turned to page five. And
2: <laughs> page five is Master, Master Chief. Chief from Halo. Yeah. Never heard of him. No, I, I don't know. That's and it. so that's all I put and it out. And page six is the title page. But Cube Craft again. But Who page
3: seven is the Adam West Batman again? Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> no Derek so it g- right loops.
3: But these are these are just free downloads. Okay. You could take them, print them out, and then cut them and assemble them. And I like how you them printed them
0: your on your work computer, and it's nice and laser. They are lovely, and that's why I gave you guys all copies. Yeah, because if I print them in home, they look like crap. Well, it also
1: yeah.
4: says use thick paper,
3: which you, that is yeah. Really I'm sorry, I didn't paper. have any thick paper well, to use. Well, that's okay. And but, until you uh, show
4: me that it's possible, like you know, a demonstration of one assembled. You're not going to waste your time, not even on the vary. companion I think crew. This is some sort of trick you're playing. Well, Michael
2: has no usable skills. Yeah well I I'd appreciate what of, you do actually Mark. I want there to say are. that's not true Michael Goodson can make his own cold cream
3: okay
0: that's great, great. okay what do we got next there big D
3: well let's talk but of, I thought they were that's they very fun dr. Manhattan and dr. Ventures thank so I was, you
2: so that's cubecraft.com C u b e c r a f t. and that's your consumer
3: t- fanboy computer oh. consumer oh. tip of the week that's not even a consumer
2: thing really that's it's free just fun fanboy fun origami is fun. Does that count as origami? Do you no, think? it's not. It's
3: not origami. Folded. Origami is done without cutting.
0: Oh,
2: ah,
1: good point. Oh.
2: Peace. Got it. Yeah. Every no. time lawn is proven wrong in a podcast. Do I not admit drink? it? The <laughs> an angel gets its <laughs> wings. <laughs>
1: I'd go for that game. Yeah. My beer is empty. <laughs> it's so darn
2: okay, we move on to movies, and let's sober up for a moment.
0: No, I'm. Serious. What? Okay, because we're not, not the ones who spilled our root beer. Oh, shut up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that uh, there was a, a, a very unexpected. as far as I can understand, it, a very unexpected uh, death in in moviedom this week. Uh, makeup artist, special effects wizard Stan Winston passed away of cancer.
0: That was a bummer. Yeah,
2: very. Une- but apparently, he'd been fighting cancer for like seven years and kept it. And kept it uh, secret. But this is a guy who did all the Terminator work. I was. Coulda- um, I
0: wanted to ask you: Did he do the thing, John Car- John Carpenter's the thing? I think he did. I c- I, th- I, I thought it he- was Rick
3: Baker. Maybe.
0: Oh, maybe. Mm. I always thought he did the thing, but I guess you're right. He did Predator. He did Alien. Yeah, he did all the Schwarzenegger. He did stuff. Iron Man. That was yeah, his he did last- Iron
2: Man. That was his last work, yeah. or the- his last work we've seen so far. I'm sure he has at least designs. He also for had. Didn't he
0: do? I know they made toys of them but didn't he do like his own universe of They're, like yeah, and, like beast figures or something I'm like that? I'm not sure and, if the comic book was that ever a comic?
2: appeared but there was supposed to be a line of Stan Winston comics creations like a werewolf and vampire thing and, he there, did were, and do there were
0: skinwalkers wasn't that? Yeah and, uh,
2: but toys did get released. I know there were action figures from the because yeah, it said Winston. yeah
0: Stan Winston presents or something mm-hmm.
2: like that. So so, if you are listening to this podcast, you have seen his work and, you, and you've and you loved it. So, you know, that's uh, it is kind of a. a
0: you know who you kind of look like? Too? What? You kind of look like an old Roy Scheider. Like, if you're going to do a Stan Winston movie, you could have got, like, well, it's too late now, but.
2: Because Roy Scheider's dead too, yeah, nice, yeah. Nicely, nicely placed.
0: They're probably hanging out in heaven together, talking about their beards or something.
4: Ron's uh, mistakes always happen in threes, by the way. So <laughs> pay attention, everybody. Better
2: get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think there's a joke about celebrity deaths there, but uh, they happen in Oh, threes. yeah, because those are hilarious. They happen okay. in
0: threes. Ron
4: killed Tim Ruster? Is that what you're saying?
0: <gasps> Ouch. Okay. We can edit that out,
2: right? No. Um, we've got uh, we've got some uh, movie rumors. Anna thinks it's funny. She thinks anything he says is funny. Well, so. she's been playing the the drinking game. Oh so, right, yeah. Um, Rick picked this up, and I did see this myself this morning. That there's rumor of a Jonah Hex casting.
0: Did you see this, Lon? Mm, I just saw his email. And, uh, I didn't uh, anything about it. Um, didn't you tell me though? The guys who did Crank are going to do that. Yeah, movie? the writers.
2: Uh, the, Boo! They, Crank, and then a movie called Pathology, which I think is going pretty much straight to DVD in the uh, U.S.
3: Yeah, Newsarama. They were saying that it was a a test makeup shot, test, a makeup a test, 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 yeah, and which they they, they, which didn't, just, 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 they didn't necessarily say that it was an announced casting or anything, right? But and who we're was pretty it? Good. And who was it?
2: Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane, the Punisher, the second Punisher. Okay. Yeah. Deep yeah.
3: see, and uh, and somebody I could I totally could believe in the role. I guess
2: I could.
0: I, you know, it's hard. He it's, just wants his kids back.
2: It, it's still really hard. You know, the the other interesting casting rumor that came out this week was who they want for Captain America.
0: I just heard something about that on Tack of the Show.
2: Yeah, and it said it is not that I don't know if I like it. It's not that they've actually asked. This is just who's at the top of their wish list to get for Captain America. Boo, Leonardo DiCaprio.
3: Boo.
4: Perfect. No
3: way. No. <clears throat> Sorry. Well, I'm glad. That's, I'm glad. That's the only so I
2: critique get, I have of it is. Well, we get no, 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 no. <laughs> and uh, eh. All right. There, there have been other casting decisions where I've gone no way, and then been been okay with. And I do think DiCaprio is a, a decent actor. I would have liked to have seen him say 15 years ago as Spider Man, but uh, th- but I'm not so sure I'm sold on the cat, cat- only because he be- he's become so beefy, but in a Doughy, dangerous way. Not like uh, this is the prime of American manhood. Huh. This is a slab of beef.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> a lot of uh, late night poker tournaments with Toby Maguire, right? That's so, what I'm thinking, yeah. You know. That's
2: uh, that's right. They were they are friends, aren't
0: they? Mm-hmm. they out. Although so. imagine though, if, if Leo did take the role and when they hung out, you could see Spider Man and Captain America, you know. Maybe they'll do a crossover film or something and
3: I have to correct myself. I'm sorry I'm gonna interrupt. He did do the makeup on the thing. Stan Winston. I Stan Winston. knew it. Oh, yeah. and Edward wow. C- sister Hands? That's right. <gasps>
2: and Lawn breaks even. Pardon me while I weep. <laughs> Friday the 13th. <laughs> I think you're going to owe Lawn a lot of money by the end
3: of this night. How much money? <laughs> <laughs> Batman Begins. Uh, never seen it. Vampire interview with a vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Quite a bit of Pearl Harbor cool. AI.
3: Pearl Harbor. There it was is, apparently.
2: I have n- never seen that. You it never di- saw
4: the giant monster that wrecked Pearl Harbor?
2: <laughs> no, I didn't. I think you did all the Japanese. <laughs> I think now I want to see that movie to see there were prosthetic Japanese. <laughs> okay, the animatronics. Uh, oh, I this think. is just awful. Because now, of course, my next segue is uh, another <laughs> casting member <laughs> thing: is Ted So Astro Boy, the animated film? Yeah, let talk about. That.
4: <laughs> but now that Stan Winston's dead, dead. who's going to be the... Yeah.
2: It's just animated. So it's just probably computer animated. I, I expect it's computer animated. animated.
3: It's getting CG. And, um, but they announced a whole lot of voice actors for it.
2: Yeah, so they said uh, Freddie Highmore. Who was in... Um, Highmore! Uh, what's the one about... Charlie the, and the Chocolate Factory, Finding Neverland. Um, most recently, uh, August
3: Rush, I
2: think. Oh, yeah. Uh, Spiderwick Chronicles. Played the twins Sounds in Spiderwick okay. Chronicles as well. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean... I think the logic is he's a very good child actor, but isn't his voice about to change any day now? Yeah, <laughs> Hi, Astro Boy! <laughs> you yeah. do get
3: into those problems, don't you? Uh, yeah, I'm just but you can, you can, and that's what sort I of think you can continue to retake the voice things, the voice. Uh yeah, do okay. that again. can right. do
4: those hormone supplements like Michael Jackson.
3: Oh well, okay.
2: Uh, you know, Nicholas Cage has joined the cast of this. Yeah. Donald Sutherland. Who else is in there? I that, don't know. My my printout got we, cut he got off. Got cut off. So we can't we can't We're be like really six. well informed. But
3: but. Uh, yeah, it was kinda, it's kind Mighty of of The Mighty Adam. The Mighty Adam, and Astro it, it, Boy. It, yeah. it's, a, it's a property that, la- that tried to make it in America. I guess it did back in the 60s for quite a while. And well, I, I'd say that was fairly popular in the It's been in the, the, the comics uh, occasionally since
0: then. I've, I've it, more, I think the, it's more iconic than anything else because I've, I've, I'm familiar with the look of Astro Boy. You I probably don't, think don't recognize the name Dr. Elephant. Well, I mean, not yeah. in context of this. I mean, <laughs> uh, Jane Wheedland, in fact,
2: in Star Trek IV, designed her hair after, after, Astro, after Boy. Astro Boy. Yeah. So it is kind of an, is,
0: not after Doctor Elephant. No, no, oh, it, was okay. an,
2: it is a, definitely an iconic look. It'll be interesting to see. It's an interesting to see if that will translate into a into a character uh, that that audiences want to see. Because if you now, I think the problem is if you make it too uh, true to it. You go I think the, it's got to be totally true to it. Yeah, what Would you go the speed is racer? Is this an American
0: produced one, or is uh, this I believe a this Japanese is a, this one? Is an American produced yeah. Astro Boy. So it'll probably be huge overseas, right? Because isn't that character kind of like Godzilla? Kind of like very big? popular is over there. Popular. He's Mickey yeah. Mouse big Mickey over there. Mickey Mouse, in Japan. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, Godzilla
3: is an awkward. And comparison. it's like it's a child orphan story. How mm-hmm. oh, uh,
0: adorable! Yeah, orphans well, are fun. Well, they are. They are. Can uh, we, I don't know if, are we in movie news now? Yeah, we are. We Did you put down uh, who they got to write the new Macross movie? No. That's kind of a segue. Uh, the, Lawrence Kasdan? The guy who wrote Indiana, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and uh, Empire Strikes Back? Lawrence mm-hmm. Kasdan's going to write Macross? He's Matt writing Ross the Macross for Toby McGuire? Robotech movie for Toby Maguire. It was just announced like Monday or Tuesday. Wow. Night. I want to hear who's going to be cast as Lin Minmay. Probably some new hot Asian chick. Maggie well, Q, she, she's agreed. A,
2: Maggie Q, I'd be okay with that. She's okay. Anyway. Is that a live-action film? Yeah.
3: Yes, that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, I think they're all, they're banking on the Transformer yeah. success, so if they can get that out by the time Transformers Wars Two 2? comes out. But I mean, if you got a serious screenwriter writing that, you could have an epic movie. So, but uh, not not epic movie. Not epic.
2: <laughs> don't don't go <laughs> there. A film that is epic, which does remind me, of course, that at the end of the summer we'll have yet another disaster movie will be uh, coming out in late August. Is it what? called The Chinese Earthquake? No, it's called Towering Inferno. It's called Disaster Movie. Oh, it's, no,
0: really? Oh, it's yes. another one of yes. those. Oh, know. I thought you were talking about an actual no, I movie. I know I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I was really talking Disaster Movie. First movies. base. <laughs>
2: Wow, uh so let's talk about movies that weren't so disastrous, shall we? uh now, Ricks seen incredible hulk, so we can we can talk a little bit more about his experience. What you think Rick incredible Did you see Michael?
4: Hulk? Nope, nope, I won't for several months, so go ahead, okay, he'll forget. Uh, yeah, Diet Coke you know, erases everything
3: it's a great companion piece to Iron Man It should have come out before Iron Man so we would have just we would have measured it on its own instead of against Iron Man and I think I would have felt a lot more excited about it then because well oh, that's interesting uh, I sure. hadn't seen a much better uh, I mean Iron Man is much better than Hulk but Hulk was still a good movie it was a good solid movie I even like you know when it started off with and um, you're making lawn cry. No, no, not. Oh, I really. tell you it looked at me like you were welling up. Maybe that was gas. Uh, yeah. when it, it started with corona. with Norton in where does he start off in? He's in Rio, Brazil. Brazil, and I was really that the, the location they put him into was actually very interesting. The character of the city as he's running through it, mm-hmm. all the building upon building upon building stuff. I mean, it was visual, it was interesting, and I didn't really miss the fact that we didn't start right off with the Hulk pounding something. So and I could get in. Well, we did actually. It was very yeah. well paced. I mean, yeah, they they showed. I mean, the know, flashback the title back savings, of his origin, right? right. Uh, which was good. I mean, you got that, but it was over credits and you know. Well, it's
0: like I was telling you when we were watching it. When they were running through, I'm all imagine the Hulk hulking out in the middle of this city. You know what I mean? Like how yeah. how much damage you could and so have
2: done. and that added to the urgency because it's clear in Edward Norton's performance that that's the first thing he's thinking of too. Mm-hmm. Yeah you know all these people I've got to get away just you know and, and that's uh, and that was a really nice touch to it yeah. and it definitely had an urgency and tension
3: so and and they got the Hulk on screen in time enough that I wasn't bored or anything and and he was great I mean I, I will give you that I didn't mind the CG near as much as I was worried that I was going to good yeah. good so, there was a lot more a lot more expression on the Hulk's face than I was expecting conveying a lot of
0: did you like all the Easter eggs
3: yeah, yeah. Did you, I, and I so want the DVD so I can like Hulk still a, an Easter egg hunt Still frame some of it Oh that's awesome
2: Wouldn't it be great if some movie did that Like <laughs> this top in the middle they had an Easter egg hunt <laughs> Hulk going through the field looking under rocks <laughs> Another egg <laughs> <laughs> Hulk like pink eggs <laughs> yeah. Ooh. This one have bunny Sorry bunny Nickels inside <laughs> Marshmallow beep I eat the ears first Hulk like beep Hulk smoosh
1: so,
3: uh, so it's good. We liked it. So I think it was in the early credits. Oh no, they were showing like documents, and you see Nick Fury on one of them as it yeah. flashes by. You can't tell what it is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff like that where it goes by really fast. I don't want to see what's really going on there. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's fun. I thought it was great. But, it, but chapter, looking
2: chapter two of the Marvel Universe epic film. You know, it's going to be, you want to watch those DVDs back to back. Although, yep. your suggestion last week, which would be awesome, which we would have gone to, is if the drive ins would put an Iron Man Hulk double feature. I'd even see it in a regular movie. But I weekly. Sure. Well, sure. I mean, and maybe at the end of the summer, the problem is that Hulk is universal and Iron Man is a Paramount film. Mm. But the drive in theater down here, the Capitol. Uh, They'll you know,
0: program whatever.
2: Well, they programmed, actually, it's Iron Man and, and Kung Fu Panda. What? And Incredible awesome. Hulk. And some, I can't remember what the Incredible Hulk's with. But I was like, you have Hulk and you have Iron Man on two different screens. Yeah. Point the card. <laughs> <way. laughs> yeah. You <know>. All right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> honey, time to turn the wheel. Mm-hmm. Turn your radio. It's just
1: like, what?
2: What? What idiot? <laughs> Iron Man and Kung Fu Panda?
0: You know, yeah.
2: Which was a cute movie, don't get me wrong, but you've got the Iron Man Hulk double feature. Who would win?
0: Kung Fu Panda or the Hulk? Kung Fu Panda. Really? Yeah, oh, Kung Fu Panda. Interesting. Is totally
2: Shocking. Jack
0: Black.
3: He's got that, you know, Green Lantern ring, too. That's just to make you nervous. But I've been reading speculation about, <laughs> about Hulk 2 and who the villain's going to be, right? Mm-hmm. And so they set up... Obviously, the guy in the lab with the head injury and the gamma stuff dripping into his head is
1: being set well, up as, they, they the, as
3: the, leader, the leader. They give the leader. They give. They said his name.
0: yeah. His name is the same. It's be is.
3: interesting to see how they try and turn his character into the leader character because he was not at all a hostile or he was kind of a yeah. You know, but, was, but he was so eccentric. Yeah. he was
2: eccentric and absolutely in favor of doing the experimentation. And you know, I think yeah. that's what it would be. Is, is he was all
0: for genetic.
2: He was all you know, because he helps the abomination
3: become the abomination. Have you ever but had the, goo the, in your head? No, Rick? but the leader's kind of sinister. Really too. No, yeah,
2: I've seen it. yet. The so, leader's pretty sinister and
3: menacing too. So you know that's. I
2: think that's, he, so. he can be, and that's okay. why you've got that really great actor in that place, Tim Blake Nelson, yeah. who tends to on screen play doofuses, and that, you know that's why he's like the overenthusiastic. But he's a he's an incredibly intense, sharp man. The the, the film. I think the most recent film he directed was Oh, that uh, update of Othello in a in a private high school, Uh-huh. about with Othello as a as a basketball player. It is dark and intense, and that guy's got a really mean streak to him. Potentially, as an actor, here's my here's my only. Request. So I thought a fantastic choice. If they bring
0: leader in the second one, which they should, do not let him be on screen without that little pencil thin mustache that's what the leader is to me. You know what I mean? They'll give him the giant head, but if he does not have that little mustache, he's not the leader. Don
4: will get up and leave. <laughs> yes, his I w- seat to another seat, and then finish. I accepted that. the abomination
0: not looking like you know the abomination, mm-hmm. uh, but I got so the Burger you, King toy today. It yeah. looks pretty good. The you're, leader you're, you're, you're needs a mustache. So yeah. That's okay. All I'm saying. Okay.
3: But uh, the one thing that they. They, I think is still left open on the leader side is he's got all that all of that Banner blood. Yeah. And I expect he'll be doing, like, it'll be, like, additional Gamma Monsters and...
1: You know what
0: else well, they need to do?
3: Hulk dogs. Yeah.
0: You know what else they need to do? <laughs> is, uh, didn't uh, Stan Lee drink the radioactive, the Gamma-rated blood? Uh, yeah, no,
2: no. We do so want Stan Lee to have... Because wasn't, <laughs> wasn't there a
0: Hulk episode where he fought an old Hulk on the TV show? I don't remember. You know, I don't remember that? No, I don't remember that. Okay, on the old TV show, there was an episode where... Some old man got either I forget how he got Hulk powers, but he you know same kind of got. And they had a fight, and it was like old Hulk versus young Hulk. And if they do that, Hulk, the Incredible Stulk? Yeah, Banner needs or uh, <laughs> Stan Lee needs to be the old Hulk that yeah. he fights. That would be funny. Right in if you guys remember that. episode. That would be
2: funny. And now uh, about movies that will be open by the time that will open by the time you get this podcast. Did you guys see something recently? We saw Get Ba-ba-da! Smart. Oh. That was nice. Thanks. Yeah. It's Valley High. It was. <laughs> 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 Which we just discovered Monday night. Uh, this is what we saw get smart. Uh, Steve Carell and Anne Hathaway uh, recreating the roles of Agent 86 and Agent 99. So, uh, Gerson, why don't you say a few things? Uh, Well, as a fan of the original
4: series from watching a lot of Nick at Night in junior high and high school, uh, I was looking forward to it. I found myself laughing quite often. I found plenty of things as a Get Smart fan that I could appreciate that I knew others would not. And yet the script was uh, just a little weak. It was very kind of choppy. Situations were set up, not really for the plot, but just to kind of be funny.
2: So, and the other side, I was thinking about this is that there's also a couple of like weird dramatic moments that never really pay off, like that they're trying to set. Well, I'm trying not to be spoilerish, sweater- but that like where Max dies, ninety nine gets very <laughs> upset uh, yeah. but, you know, and 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 it's never quite explained why, but it's to like give depth. And I think if 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 they if I could put my finger on one of the flaws with the movie is that the. I, my at least my recollection of the television series, having watched a few episodes off the DVD set too, is that it's just unrelentingly goofy, and they don't explain things. That's one of the things that makes it so funny. Is it's just you right. accept that world, whereas they keep stopping in the film to try to make some things believable and realistic and emotional, and other things not at all. Right? They're trying to give like emotional resonance to things, and I and I'm just and it's weird. It's like it's like it's like they piece together two different. Movies at different times, but I did laugh. I mean, there was, there was a lot of stuff that I thought was really funny.
4: Well, your your comment was also that the Maxwell Smart character was inconsistent too. Sometimes he's, you know, this brilliant uh, research analyst guy who then gets called up to be an agent, and uh, but then also he's kind of dumb and keeps doing all these. Things that you would go. Why do you keep do it? Why do you keep shooting yourself? Why didn't? Why yeah. after the first time of shooting yourself? Why are you
2: hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself?
4: Did it you do it again? And <laughs> yeah. then why did you do it ten more times? Because he's, he's set, not he, an idiot. Yeah,
0: I mean, he's set was it kind of like a Michael Scott kind of thing in it? Like was it? No, because the, the, the thing they
2: really are setting up at the beginning is that he is the best analyst they have. That's why he's not a field agent because he's so meticulous and he's looking for all these little. Clues in in conversations, so they tried to get a
3: rational reason why he's in the forest, besides mm-hmm. in spite of everything right. yes. else. But Don right. Adams okay. was
2: clearly an idiot. I mean, yeah, he was, but that yeah, was... Inspector Gadget, and so you once... can do
3: that for a half an hour. And sure,
2: you know. right. And I realized that, but then, but then, and the other thing too that I thought was that the plot was a lot more directly James Bond inspired uh-huh. than a Get Smart episode would have been. You know. Now, so, growing
3: up a fanboy and loving this show, I, I was I'm thinking about loving it, it and loving it. Missed it by that much. All the now, lines are there. So, so the one thing I really loved about it was Barbara Feldon was a knockout, and she was so much in love with oh, yeah. with '86 uh, mm-hmm. that anything he did, it was just oh, Max. Well, this
2: is that. Po- and, this is the problem: is that that changing character arc thing. This yeah. is the beginning. This is how it all gets to that point. Yeah. So, which is which is unlike the television show because the pilot actually was the, the first pilot time they she's met, just like she just totally
3: on, in she's in that chauffeur uniform, and you just go, Stop
2: fantasy. I'll tell you, and, and one thing in the opening credits that I, I really liked was that on Maxwell Smart's refrigerator is a wanted poster for Mr. Big from the pilot episode. Oh, okay. So, you know, picture. well, you know what I want to know. What do you want to know? How was The Rock? Dwayne Johnson. He's not the rock. <gasps> He's Dwayne He'll Johnson. He'll always be the rock to me. Dwayne Johnson. He was good. Good. Yeah. yeah I mean, but nobody. Ca- was the cast really did carry the film, despite hmm. the. It was fun, and, and I think that you and I are going to echo Lon. If you're going to say Michael and I love lovers, you and I, then two times on Michael the very next night with you Ooh. at the oh, yeah. Love Guru. Oh, do tell. And this is a scary. This is a scary week for Hollywood because they've released two comedies that are two films that are basically appealing to almost exactly the same audience. And we're going to see who survives. Stoners, slapstick. So, no, no, yes, yeah, so slapsticky just goofy comedy stuff. Neither one of which I feel like. My gosh, you've got to go out and out see the these. Park. Neither it's one the new Dodgeball. Yeah, which Kate uh, did come back to Dodgeball. Is like, yeah, I got to see. You know, mm-hmm. I can I hardly wait for that DVD. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the best summation of whether a movie is great or not. Not like a great film, but if you really loved it, Gibson said afterwards. Said you know I don't I just don't want to rush out and get the DVD. Yeah. And I thought, you know, that really is the thing. Like after I saw Iron Man. I can hardly wait for that DVD. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, and neither of the of the movies. This the, I
4: can hardly wait for the cable rebroadcast. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: So this week Basic or paid? So this week. Basic. The other <laughs> the the other movie was uh that we also saw The Love Guru, Mike Myers' new TM. film. T- TM. Yeah, yeah, funny little gag. Uh so I'll turn this o- over to Lon a bit so I can finish the
0: sentences and so people can drink more. Go ahead. <laughs> um Kind of the same reaction, I think, to what, the way you guys had with uh, Get Smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, It a laughed a lot. You know, there was lots of funny bits. Just the story itself, not really that strong. Um, and but rushed.
2: It, the plot stuff was just really, really rushed.
0: Yeah. I mean, it just was... But, I mean, it, it wasn't a terrible movie. It wasn't a great movie. Um, it, it's kind of like, you know, you had said when we were previewing it in the Summer Preview that you felt like Mike Myers was lazy and it, it might be a lazy film. And I had kind of said that I figured it was going to have a lot of quotable parts that people will be repeating over and over again and it'll probably just be kind of a lame, silly movie. And I think that's kind of what it came out to be. But I did enjoy it. I had a good time watching it. Um, it has a lot of Mike Myers shtick in it. And if you like Mike Myers shtick, I think you'll like you know, The Love Guru. So. I laughed
2: very hard, and I would have to say one thing that it had... That Get Smart did not was that I at least felt a lot of uh, the acting not as good. Oh God! But, the acting was atrocious. But this. that I felt a lot of joy and surprise in the in the way some of the things happened. You know that it looked like people were really really having a good time, whereas I do think in Get Smart it looked like people were working very very hard to make us laugh.
0: Okay, hotter yes. female lead: Anne Hathaway or Jessica Alba? Anne Hathaway. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's, why must I choose? I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out you there. You can't
3: have them both. Those Supermodel X, or you can't, can't have one.
0: <laughs> I think personally, I'd choose I choose Hathaway. I give that one. That's a drink. But Alba <laughs> well, totally missed that. But Alba totally looked hot in like the like Indian sari and stuff like that. That when she dressed up for you like didn't the Bollywood see the stuff. Anne
4: Hathaway dance sequence,
2: my friend. I did not. That's oh, true. Okay. Well, when you go to see Get Derek, Smart, you've seen both. I have, and so I choose
1: what. <laughs> Choose. You choose What's now.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go with Hathaway. Told
4: you in your face. Oh, I, sorry. That's
0: just his. I opinion. said it in your face. Oh okay. uh, no. I, that uh, would I, you wipe it off? Please? I
2: do. <laughs> I do think that uh, just Anne Hathaway is a beautiful young woman.
0: I agree. I agree.
2: And she's named after William Shakespeare's wife. So there's a there's a pretentious factor I've got going there. Okay. Whereas Jessica
0: Alba can act. I, uh, Looks hot.
2: I, she's okay. I, you know, she's not great, but, but she's okay, and she you know is very I, cute.
0: You know what I thought? One of the
2: best parts. of you know, was, All right, this isn't the Mister Skin podcast. Because she's Let's very, because she's very good in the tent. You'd admit now, that.
3: One thing. A couple of weeks ago, we, we really we really raked Mike Myers over the coals about the. The types of roles he's been, he's been taking and not advancing himself,
4: and he was hurt by
3: that. And the feeling <laughs> now—did he, he do him. any? Did he raise the level at all on his acting, or is this just another call it in kind of Mike Myers? It's another
2: call it. I mean, he's got a character voice that he stays fairly consistent with, but I mean, there's no difference between if he's if he's uh, Guru Pika going oh, baby, you know, and then the little the w- little shoulder up and thing, you know, and the, the wink thing. Same thing he was doing, in so I married an axe murderer. Same thing that my that like Wayne's, I said, it includes his shtick. It's and a there's even comedian. and there's even a reference to Wayne's World at one point. They they're in a car listening to the stereo, and he hits the button, and Bohemian Rhapsody comes on, and he looks at the camera, and and then changes it really oh. quickly. And so it's like. You know, it, if you look at it really, that's so cute. Now, I really want—I really want to see Fifty Four because I'm hearing a lot. Because you've never seen Fifty Four? I've never seen Fifty Four. Oh, he's really good in Fifty Four. That, that's what I hear, and, and I do think he's a very talented man. It's a, it's and a relatively and small clever. role, but and I will say that one thing that he has said in interviews that I will that I do agree with with about The Love Girl is at the heart of it, which he doesn't push, is there really is a good satire. He all talks about how he wants to be like Peter Sellers and how he's really aspiring do like a Doctor Strangelove and there's the there are the seeds of a really good satire of our culture of trying to be all this self help and these gurus and people doing all the
3: thinking. It's really funny because S- Sellers did a lot of Indian roles yeah. over the years. Yeah. And and very funny stuff that didn't. And make I don't it.
2: think he was offensive. In fact, he no. makes, it makes it very no. But I don't think Myers was offensive. He was endearing. To this. He was that the Myers makes it very clear that his character is an American born. His parents are missionaries, and they die, and he's left in India to grow what, up. What
0: did they do before they were missionaries?
2: They they were dog stylists.
0: So before the missionary position, they, they were, were dog stylists.
2: Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, thanks for blowing that joke, because no one will see that one coming. <laughs> That was a that was a good one, <laughs> and then they made Ben Kingsley say it. That's what was great. He gets Sir nice. Ben Kingsley
0: to make that I'm, joke. But see what I'm saying? It had that little subtlety where you don't remember those parts right away, and then when you, you start know, thinking, of, and it's that's one of those things. That's the great thing about Mike Myers is just he has all these just quotable parts, and and it's it's I, like, what are you going to pay to see? Do you want to pay to see Mike Myers in his next serious role, or do you want him to make you laugh? You know well, what I mean? You. you
2: have the makings of a studio executive.
0: I'm just saying. Now, Hire me,
2: but and it's not a criticism. I, I did laugh. I and you know that I laughed very hard.
0: Yeah, but I don't think they're pushing Love Guru for the Oscar night. You know what I mean? It's like no, let's have some fun. I know,
2: I know. That's I just think is. I think for what he claimed he wanted out of it, what he was trying to get across, I, I think he he has su- he has a lot of potential that he never taps because he goes for the easy jokes.
0: How about those? Uh, one of my favorite parts of the whole film, and it wasn't even part of the comedy, was uh, the awesome uh, hockey moves from that one player. Were n't those some sweet moves uh, the guy good. was doing? Yeah, yeah. Daryl, I love girl. the
2: animations for the hockey night. <laughs> oh, <that was laughs> great. Okay, everybody, no, it's come It's good. On it's funny.
4: Okay, it's let's good. move along. Hey, sorry, we haven't seen sorry. it. Okay. Do you want me to pluck your beard? No, I just, I I just want I to will. be part of the podcast. No, no, Ow! you don't. Don't pull the beard. You
2: don't really want? It. Well, you should shave it. You should. Oh, the beard. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's move to television, shall we? Let's. Venture Brothers, anyone? O S I. Yeah, I oh, there's a GI Joe parody on Venture Brothers. Oh, That's really? All I <laughs> need to say is that I watched that and I went. I so wish I'd seen the and I went lawn. Oh, where is lawn? Because right now he needs to be
0: watching this. <laughs> oh, I saw it. It was and such I a was great GI. It was
2: such a great GI Joe parody.
0: We won't say anything about it. But yeah, go to say, AdultSwim.com. Watch it. Watch, watch it. the episode. Well, say, well, give me the
4: best lines from it. OSI. <laughs> okay. yeah. well, as soon as they start, oh, now, I'm gonna know there what's was, coming. There
2: was a great, pa- there was a great cameo from Doctor Girlfriend that
0: just—they <laughs> revealed her first name, didn't they? Yes, they did. Interesting. Uh, it's it, not
2: Ralph, is it? No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> no like, they're going the with it. no. She's she's so clearly a
2: woman with that voice, but it's just it's just how what I love about this season right now is all those all these background stories. And Now everything is interwoven. And, and that you and Billy Quiz Boy, how they've got this like there's a black market quiz show uh, thing yeah. where they're like you know it's like chicken fights, like a and fight like, club. Yeah, and it's like fight, and they're sitting there going, all right, cheater. We're not, you know. And, and so he said they're laying down money on these guys. It's just great the, with the buzzers and
0: you gotta see
3: it. It's looking forward to it. Yeah, it is
2: funny.
0: Not anymore. No. Well, then you'll miss out. All right, what's next, Derek? You know, I was the last seething rage. I'm your last defender.
2: Shut the hell up. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Um, you guys are fans. So I, I, I don't uh, even. I know what thing. happened. So I don't I mean, even know if ahead.
0: has it been reported online. Can we talk about? it? Because I almost it's, don't want to
3: talk about it. It's tomorrow. It'll be a week since the broadcast. I know, but it's one of
4: those and, things and where we, if you haven't watched it, turn the podcast off now.
0: Well, let's go ahead and. Okay. I mean, well, I mean, should we? Because I mean, it's one of those where this is such a like a cool series that like people are picking it up late and are kind of nobody. I
3: anybody who really cares about it and now. It, Send your you, hate mail too. I gave you the big yeah,
2: spoiler but, warning if you're yeah, still listening yeah, as, yeah. as I okay I, I yeah. care about it. I just so you to heard what happened. Yet. Yeah, I did.
0: Yeah. So, do you want to tell them or do you want so me? So they it? make it to Earth. They find Earth finally after four seasons. And
3: and was the uh, the strange viper was set up with, and
0: still don't know who did we, that. Yeah, there's a lot of mystery still left.
4: Yeah the uh, the fifth. An unrevealed Cylon is still not part yet, of the fleet. Not still part yet, of the fleet. Still Are you caught up? Oh, okay.
0: So cool. they
2: haven't revealed the fifth Cylon. No. Do
0: we know oh, okay. that it's not part of the fleet? That's what she said. That's
2: what she said. She so said, that's what there's is. only yeah. four in Diane. your fleet.
0: <laughs> She's seen the final five. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, well so, she was She was on the fleet. That's what for, she said.
3: Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. he got it. Right. So, the Viper... Is a mystery, but it had the pointer to Earth, and they basically yeah. But it, it did after that was a good tense episode too. Yeah, it was really tense
0: because they weren't sure if they're going to blow up when the, they when when
3: is it Deanna or Diana? Deanna Deanna blast the first of the hostages out of the
1: oh, airlock. Oh
0: yeah, you're like going, what the hell's going on? There? Yeah, whoa, that was a what they call that a I, standoff. I
4: totally expected them to kill Ty. Yeah, I was no, like, come no. on, do it,
0: do it. Are yeah, you and wait? Ty come was on. going, come on, what are do you come doing? On. What do you, that was awesome though. That's where that's yeah. when you love Ty. You're like, yeah, exactly. But then the, 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 the twist or the turn I mean, well here we go to spoil. Get ready. Um, so they find Earth. The very last scene shows them walking around the, just, all the main characters. Yeah, spoil. all the main it was almost like a teaser like promo. They,
3: they they go from they now know how they have the pointer to Earth. And they jump. Like cel- they jump to Earth. They're in. They're in orbit around this blue planet, with it's fluffy all clouds. Looking. It's awesome. And there's like it's like the it's like the celebratory the uh, Music's playing at the end of any Star
0: Wars this episode.
4: This could have been the end of the show. Yeah, that's yeah. why you have that very last moment.
0: Right. Yeah. Just to let them. know. And, and then all all
3: the, all the ships start going down to the. Planet and you're sitting surface. there,
0: and like you're just in wonder, going, "Wow, what are they going oh, oh, to be? Dinosaurs? Wait. It's be will the awesome. Jetsons be there? <laughs> they get there, and the place is really, just. You were thinking that. Will I
4: be sitting there watching <laughs> this show? Exactly. <laughs> so Boom! Weird. There goes As, my mind. <laughs> my <friend. laughs>
0: they get there, and the place has been irradiated. Right? Ruins, that? my friends. And they, like it starts with like a close up of not a, ancient Roman ruins. Yeah, it starts with a close up of a hand like it's reaching, into, reaching into, soil, and into the soil, and then a little Geiger counter reading the soil. And it, the Geiger counter didn't really go it didn't crazy. Go it was just reading it, but. Right. The place is in ruins. Because, is because dark, she had said, "I want to read.
3: I want to see you reach in and, and run earth between your fingers."
1: Right, and so then they in.
0: just are sitting in this wasteland, and like every major character gets panned through, and, and they're they, all just they realize, "Wow, just."
1: They
3: pan bla- back to show the devastated skyline of a city, probably New York.
0: That was no, 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 no. That was, was the that, the temple they had talked about earlier. Was it? Remember, he said, "Oh, I can't wait" because it was in the little book that Lee was, I guess, showing Kara or something. But it looked
3: like a. No, stand there was a bridge. There was a blasted bridge, and it looked like a standard. Right. But what,
0: the very last thing they pan over like on was B- like a do- like a blown up dome, and that's what they yeah. were trying. to – At least that was my interpretation. What do you think it was? I didn't
4: think that much about it. I
1: okay, because really? early. Earlier in the
0: Charles episode the yeah I know I going, remember they showed you the showed the it yes, exactly basically that dome blown up there's got
4: to be some big landmark like the statue of liberty <laughs> that's
0: yeah. what I was yeah. expecting and I almost didn't want to see it I but did
3: not want to see the statue literally yeah, right. half buried in the sand with apes running around but I think <laughs>
0: that's why they had the dome because we, it signified get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it <There's> signified <laughs> that that whole dream their dream was destroyed and then and honestly, I would have been very happy if they just ended the series right, right there. there. I <laughs> thought that would have been really a cool way to end it. But we've got a whole another half season. I think eleven more episodes coming. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think they Eventually. may. Be,
2: I may have read. I read that they may be stretching out to twelve.
0: Yeah, their talk. I thought it was eleven. The last before. one was supposed to be a double, like a three. Yeah, hour probably so. Yeah. Okay. So, but I'm just saying like. Fantastic episode! Like it's just one of those things where that's why I love yeah. that show.
3: And they always they, the last few seasons and even the half seasons have ended on just a devastating cliffhanger. Right, right. And one year later, I, I go
4: back and forth between what is the best written show on television right now: Lost or Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, and they it, it's a tie because they are both.
0: I think it's definitely so acted good. better. What do you think?
4: Um. Yeah. Well, you got the uh, the the almost. Gravitas.
0: Well, I'm just saying, it's there's so much well, tension uh,
2: that's in every exactly episode. It. Yeah. it's the almost gravitas, which totally. How do already. I reach these kids?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah. I did read tri- Trisha Helfer, whom <gasps> you adore. <gasps> Can
0: I make an announcement about her? Hey, uh, she was in cast in some other. Are you show guys that engaged? <laughs> no, but
2: she she's answered, coming to town. She returned your phone call. Uh-huh. No, she's coming to town. What do you mean she's coming to town? Yeah, if you'd shut up, I'd tell you. No, I'm kidding. Well, well,
0: um, Nvidia is you having to yell. Nvidia is having a programmers conference, I think, in August, and she's the guest of honor. Why would she be? Because th- uh, talking Cause about technology and film and stuff like that. or something <laughs> She like that.
3: actually has an Nvidia chip in her. No, she's a Cylon. She is a Cylon, right?
2: No, she, a she skin job. Me, no, she's going to be on some show we actually watch, like the next season. Do you not want joining- to see
0: her in San Jose?
2: I would love let's get to press passes see, and go. Okay, I'll see what we can do. Uh, you know. So you
4: back to the Mister Skin version of the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the shirt that the Trisha Helfer locked up in the cell is always wearing when Ty goes in to, like interviewer. Yeah, is like ridiculously low cut. Yeah,
0: yeah. they want to show her uh, her Cylons. Mm.
2: Go
0: ahead. <laughs> that kind of leads into my story. Yeah,
2: exactly. So tell me about your story. You uh, tell, tell me, me about this, your ridiculously this, low. Let me see how story. I how this was phrased to me in an email from Rick Red earlier. This is a video game portion. There's a breast controversy over in the Age of Conan uh, MMO, but not what you're thinking.
0: <laughs> so Conan's pecs are too big. You so, can cut them off.
3: First of all, an MMO is a massively um, multiplayer well online game. So drink. He's got you there. (laughs) Um, And he drinks. Root beer! beer. So this one's based on the Conan property. I don't think you actually get to play Conan, but you get to play in the world of Hyperborea and create your own characters. So when you create your characters in any of these things, you choose like a race and a basic body type. You choose a sex. You choose like hair length and all this other stuff. Cup size. And I imagine that in this you're going to choose you know, how well endowed your character is should she be female. And apparently, given that most of the players in this are uh, young men, yeah, let's put it young horny men. Triple F. The the ones, the ones that uh, create female characters rarely make them flat-chested. Probably to the other other end of the stripper spectrum. So recently, there's a stripper spectrum. (laughs) There is a stripper spectrum.
0: That's where they all dance. The spectrum.
3: The (laughs) spectrum. So uh, recently there was uh, there was a. These things typically push down uh, software updates to you when you when you uh, log in and occasionally you occasionally have to wait for them to you both have played City of Heroes before. Correct. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when that when that gets pushed down to you, then get to see what new things have shown up in your world because the software developers always give you new stuff to look at. Sure, well, change appar- log, baby. Apparently, uh, in the most recent update to Age of Conan um, most of the women lost most of their Oh. breast size so they, they look, did a lipo they're like they're, <laughs> reduction. like they're like a little reduction going on they're all looking kind of the pictureized. i the, the criticism from the, the players is they're all saggy now <laughs> And, uh, well, the back pic- then, they didn't have bras. Yeah, no support. The picture. Well, they they <laughs> had plenty of support. There were before and after pictures of people's characters, and they, they, <laughs> they looked uh, relatively okay, oh.
2: now I do have Time to- it doesn't age the old I, I do have to ask. Now, you've played these types of games before. Yes. Have you been keeping records of what your characters
3: look oh, like? Oh, people take a- pictures. That most of them have integrated in them the screen captures, so you can take pictures of your character. City Heroes did that, too. So you can you can you can
0: then when I create a big busted elf warrior chick, (laughs) I want everybody to see it and look at it and admire it and
4: think you're a woman and Mm -hmm. talk to you dirty.
3: Yes,
0: that's exactly. And just admire my enormous sword.
3: uh, Let's see. I think it's uh, Dream Worlds is the developer and Idos 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 Idos. Uh, they've they've reported they're going to fix this in an upcoming patch. <laughs> oh, good! Now, is it All big our fans. fans so they'll, so they'll reinflate. Magically.
2: Is, is that the same co- company that had done Tomb Raider? Eidos? Yes, I think so.
3: And
0: they are known over, for and their boobs.
3: The it's it's not yet known whether they reduced the uh, breast size on purpose or if it was some form of programmer error. A rounding error, perhaps.
0: <laughs> There's probably some, like, frustrated programmer who just got dumped by Flat some <laughs> big-boobed girlfriend or something. On the
2: other hand, all the men's...
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. just got... Uh, so I just thought it was... The loincloths are longer.
2: Ah, hmm. Drink!
1: <laughs>
2: Kids, again... Don't play this at home. See, this is
4: what makes Derek a good improviser. Is I've noticed that he does this as well. Is that he will often finish the rest of your sentence that we, because he wants to then take it to the next. You're late. Sentence.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, the we, drinking game. We
0: started a drinking game. Every time he does that, yes, l- listeners at home have to drink. Great. <laughs> so, only if they're over twenty-one. Otherwise, well, they can drink root, root beer. beer. They can have a root beer, as
2: I am having a root beer, modeling. Good behavior. Great. (laughs) Jimmy, why do you have to keep going to the bathroom? Derek kept on finishing (laughs) people's lines. (laughs) To little Jimmy, I apologize. Sorry. He can't hear you. He's tinkling. But Jimmy, when you're done tinkling, why don't you write in and tell us about your adventures listening to the podcast at editor at fanboyplanet.com. I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of Fanboy... That is it. I'm Derek wow, McCaw, like editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. Why can't you take context clues? I mean, it's been an hour and 20 minutes. Editor-in-chief really? yeah, at FanboyPlanet.com. thats yeah, just said that. Time I'm flies in chief when you're having fun. Should we should keep talking right over it, you I know. know.
3: you want to try again?
4: Yeah. you want to do something
2: here? Jimmy, when you're done tinkling, write <laughs> in at editor at FanboyPlanet.com. Now, if he
4: repeats his own lines, what's...
2: That doesn't count. I am Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief... To my left, the latecomer.
4: I am Michael Goodson, the latecomer.
0: <laughs> That's great. Uh, Lon Lopez, moreonlife.com. Don't forget to pick up Sparks on the newsstands. Exactly. With an now. ad from moreonlife.com. Yes, and go to my website, moreonlife.com. And Rick
3: Brett Snyder, finishing it off.
0: Hey, this
2: is William Cat
3: or The Greatest American Hero, whichever you choose. But I
4: just, uh, I'm speaking here on behalf of Catastrophic Comics, and I wanted to remind all of you out there to use your powers only for good.
0: This week's podcast is brought to you by Baggage from DC Comics.
3: And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at
1: www.lukeski.com. Pretty impressive. So, Did
3: did you notice, uh, you listened to the podcast last week, so did you notice when you were talking about I don't know any volume and I said I've panned you you to the left, panned you to the left and to my right. Yeah.
0: I noticed when I was listening. But I'd but
3: actually panned you to the right, me to the left. Uh, so anybody who's listening on their home stereo and they hear yeah, it coming out going, Oh, I've got mine wired, wired wrong. For- really? What had happened?
0: You had your head... What was this? The <laughs> That's
2: hilarious. <nice>. Uh, I, I I I courtesy of the house. I didn't Jeez. Oh. Courtesy of the house. Oh, well,
3: thanks. Nice. Not for
1: Rick? Or uh, really?
4: Did Rick
2: want
3: one? I didn't want, want the Coors Light, but a Corona... You, you want Coors a Coors
4: Light? There's a Coors Light. Here's There's a
3: Corona. Sweet, Buenos Dias. Here you go. go. Hey, I just got
4: robbed at Micro or nobody. It's
0: root beer right
3: too. Root beer?
1: <sighs> hey, why not?
0: <sighs> Is there really? Well, I'll have some of that later. I will have some of that. Go,
2: all right, now we can do the drinking. We'll game. Sodas, yeah. por favor. I
0: need one. We have to do the drinking game first.
2: Okay, wait, That's wait, like wait. First and we got business. sound effects now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <We> <laughs> burp.
0: Wait, well, you have to do it like this. Namos. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Adam, are you registered for the uh are Millions or no? Yes. <laughs> no. For what? How does that work for the, the West Coast? Have they explained it? Well, I get it. Yep. I'm, I have are direct Are you client. on the air right now? I get the East Coast. So when you registered, did you say you have so. to clarify yeah. or no? No. Basically, what they do is they call you before the show starts. They, pre- they prep you. Say, hey, if you're watching we well, or go to the website.
3: You put put, the, put the back on, right? Put, put it back on for a second. Yeah. Now turn so Lon can see you too. Adam is being controlled by Lando Calrissian <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> you see I had to go <laughs> Basically, the Fanboy Planet podcast is brought to you by Corona Extra. Uh,
0: so do you want to know what the drinking game is? Sure. Okay. So the last couple podcasts I've been listening to, basically Derek has a thing where he basically finishes a lot of people's sentences okay so basically anytime Derek you know, finishes heater, a sentence anytime or? he finishes a sentence it's, it's a drink
3: it should be one for each one of us <laughs> so uh-huh. every time Lon interrupts no, that, with something that's not directly idea. connected to the uh, thing mm-hmm. that'd be a drink
0: no but that's too like vague You know. You no know goes- thank you thank you Rick for defending me and then it's not a defense I'm just saying it's one of those things that you always every did. time I groan no, but you see, you don't groan that often. Every time I'm <laughs> accused
3: of groaning.
0: No, you don't. See, that's the whole thing.
3: Every time I note a particular time in the podcast. Mm,
0: see, no, that's not regular. Seventeen minutes in. Try to think what you do that's regular, and that's the whole thing. You don't. I'm random. That's okay. Know, keep so. them in their section. That works.
2: Yeah, you know, it just seems the drinking game up top. Then we can talk about Trinity, Scar, actual comic books, Chuck Dixon's Firing from DC, your six one six, lawn's suck it, you know, corner. <laughs> and uh, and Rick's consumer tips.
3: I'm just trying to start a new feature. Lons,
2: Lons, Lons, suck suck it, suck corner. It sounds like something the police will be watching. <laughs> How do you know they're not listening now?
0: I think they are.
2: Andy Summers is standing right behind you.
0: Andy Summers from the police? Yes. Okay. Ba- the Hulk created the leader, and then he was always wanting revenge or something, right? I don't,
2: I don't know. I've never read the, the At least like old school coloring never book re- origin I've or something. In <laughs> old school coloring book. <laughs> origin. That's what I remember when I was a
0: kid or something. It's
4: yeah. like, damn you, Banner! That wasn't canon. Yeah, we need, oh, okay. we
0: need, we need more <laughs> old. <school. laughs> we need color coloring book origins. Oh uh, lordy, are you ready to start this?